Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Hey, Johnny. Glad you managed to connect. Hey, definitely. It's been a crazy week. It has. Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. We tried to do a live show this week, but it just didn't happen. But uh, we are following through on our promise and making sure you've got something to download for this week, though, for sure. Absolutely. So, it sounds like Matt's been busy this week. Matt's going to do our whole show for us anyway, so it's going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's partly catch up, but yeah, Matt Cutts has got a lot going. Um, he 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 did a video. I noted this in uh, SE Roundtable was there. I noticed um, about widgets and that they should be no followed when they're posted in your website. Now, for anyone out there who doesn't know what I mean, uh, what we mean by that, but uh, our widgets. Geez, what is with my tongue here? Widgets <laughs> uh, are essentially scripts that you embed into your site. And they may be in your right side column. They may be, heck, they may be a, a centerpiece of your page. Hopefully not, but it could be. And within that, content is provided. And some people, well, some people use it as content on their site. It's not supposed to be that way, though. Um, Matt Cutts is recommending that you no follow any link that comes out of those and essentially that whole widget. And this is because content could be coming from places that you don't sanction. What do you think? And I think the most obvious places, and this has been going on for a long time, and this, this whole statement shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, but I think when, and one of the most obvious kind of widgets is like when you embed a calculator on your page. Let's say you go to a place and they give you a snippet of code and it puts a calculator on your page because you want to do real estate you know, payment calculations or something like that. A lot of times what these people do who build these widgets that are not just like RSS feeds, they have tool, they'll put a link at the bottom underneath the tool um, you know, it's it's part of the widget that says you know um, real estate mortgages, and it clicks through to somebody's, and those are really where people have been abusing this type of thing for a long time now, and and I think it's 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 been obvious for years now that you need to you know follow those or not do them, but it's it's nice to have formal confirmation, um, you know. Just don't do it. <laughs> and frankly, if you're relying on a widget to provide any kind of value to your site, there's a problem. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, reevaluate things at that point. 
But some widgets can be handy. I mean, don't not use widgets, but just check because you can do mm -hmm. polls. Barry even said on Search Engine uh, or SEO, SE Roundtable that he uses widgets and for polls. So when he does polls on his site, he uses a widget for it, but he doesn't think about whether he know follows the links in or not, but now he is. So, I mean, it makes sense. There's useful widgets out there for sure, but just make sure they're not the people creating the widgets are leveraging your site for link building. Yeah, and, and frankly, uh, because you can't control really what shows up there, I imagine they're also a security risk. Sure. Yeah, so another thing to consider. Uh, another element for Matt, uh, we've got three things here for Matt, is that uh, he announced, uh, well, what Google Webmaster, uh, the Google Webmaster blog announced, which is that there is now manual action detail in Google Webmaster tools. Now, what that means is if you're one of the unlucky who have been manually penalized by Google. That means they've done it. They've actually penalized your website using a manual action. Um, that's a person doing it personally. Then there was very little info to go on. I mean, they might say that you, they found uh, uh, duplicated content within your site uh, that looks as though you're trying to take advantage of Google's algorithms. There could be... Uh, yeah, uh, an unnatural link profile, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that was pretty vague. And now, finally, they've added a new section which actually gives you some more detail on why that manual action took place. What do you think of it? Are they are they showing? I haven't I haven't read I haven't seen the new announcement yet. Are they showing example URLs like they said they were going to do? They're going to show you where they're seeing this happening on your site. And I know he said they were going to try to show sample URLs, but not everything. Are they at least showing samples? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, there, I was just going to give you uh, a link to it, but um, in fact, I've even got an article, just a short post I'm about to put up. It, I don't remember seeing a link. And let's see here. But uh, it was quite detailed, and, and it, this is this is the kind of issue we found. I I do recall them saying something about a particular page on your site. Yeah, yeah. And I know he Sorry, said he was going to do that. I, I know they said that was going to be part of what they were doing with the the manual um, notifications. They were going to start giving examples of pages on your site that they're included in the action. Um, so it, it makes sense that they would be in there somewhere. Okay, this screenshot, here it is. Uh, uh, this is just from my draft and my WordPress. Is, um, partial, here's, it says manual actions, site-wide matches, none. Partial matches, some manual actions apply to specific pages, sections, or links. Reason, and in this case, he used an example, um, a fake one from his own site, user-generated spam. Pages from this site appear to contain spammy user-generated content. The problematic content may appear on forum pages, guestbook pages, or user profiles. Yeah, and then that's, it's a, that's a, not, that's a not fake on that's not fake on that site. User-generated <laughs> content, oh, spam all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for mattcuts.com slash forum. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think it's interesting that they're definitely giving us the indicator whether it's a site-wide or a you know, just a few pages or, or specific pages on the site because that was always kind of an anomaly too. You weren't sure if this is something that was affecting the whole site or just sex. And it was kind of easy to find out whether which one it was, but the hard part was when you said, okay, it's only a section of the site, now you have to figure out where on your site's being impacted. And that's why everybody was asking and clamoring for those example URLs. There, I just posted it live as we spoke here. Um, I imagine I could have used another edit, but there you go. At least you can look at it now. Uh, 
It's called Google Sheds More Light on Manual Penalties. I just posted it there. Uh, anyway, it, it's good. Anything that improves what we find out is a good thing. I mean, I do get calls, and I've had to deal with um, – I say had to because it's always stressful um, – dealing with companies who have been penalized, and they're, well, they're stressed out, to say the least, and they need as much info as they can, and we try and work through it. I've had a few incidences where no matter what we do, we seem to keep getting uh, – Google keeps saying, well, no, this hasn't been quite fixed yet. It's like, what page are they looking at? <laughs> I don't get it. What are you missing? And, and, and there's been high-profile instances where they, those notifications have come across for major websites, big brands. I, can't, I wish I could remember the one that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. But there's a major brand who had tens of thousands of pages on their website, and they got that notification because of one page. And could you imagine if you don't know where that page is, and you have tens of thousands of pages on your site, and, you, and it's a vague notice, you know, how in the world could you ever, ever figure out what that was? Um, you know, they, they need to be a bit more proactive. If they're going to send out these messages and, and scare the pants off people, they need to be able to take a little responsibility and help them understand, you know, what's really going on. And I think this is a good step in that direction. Yeah, and, and Google just didn't, frankly, seem to care that they were doing this to people, and that really cheesed me off personally. But um, and I know I wasn't the only one. A lot of people were rather rabid about the whole concept. There's a number of things that have been cheesing you off lately. I, we can skip that <laughs> a little bit to one of your bullet points for today. Yeah, hey, that's uh, coming up. We're going to talk about that, man. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> Ross, went on, Ross went on a pretty radical tyrant on, on Facebook this week, and it was, yeah. it was nice to see because I agreed with him, and I was proud of him. So. <laughs> oh, shucks. Uh, might as well jump to that now. Fonts, people, fonts. Yes, I said fonts. Don't use strange fonts on your blog, please. This site um, caught my eye because it was a blog. It was a post within Google Plus from someone I respected saying, hey, check this out. And I went to it. Seemed like a good article from what I could read. <laughs> the <laughs> content was, I don't even know what font that was, but eyes looked like L's. Um, it was a very, odd. very thin font that they had squished together even closer, I think, a little bit. And the coloring was... Part of it was the coloring. It wasn't like a real crisp, clear black on white coloring. There was some kind of gradation there or a small little shadow or something where it was hard to distinguish these little teeny lines from the background. It was it was pretty impressive. Someone had to work very hard to get that hard to read. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, it's something, thankfully, I don't see very often. But, oh, my God. Uh, it, and it was just... I was thinking about this, you know, that, you know, when I first saw this on our list to talk to Tim, like, well, why are we talking about fonts? It has to do with SEO. But, but actually, usability of a site really does. And I don't think Google is going to look for that particular case where there's like a thin font or something. But usability and how people can interact with your site is definitely something that really ties into SEO. I mean, if you make your site extremely usable, it's going to be SEO friendly. It's just, they go hand in hand. Yeah, and, and really... Um why wouldn't we look at this if it's something that's going to help you with sales? If someone's going to leave your site immediately because their text is, uh, well, the font's horrible, you, you could have the best copywriters on earth. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it can't be read. That's a great point, too, because you think about the, the the definition of what we do changing over time. Part of it is now really tying back to let's make sure that, that the businesses can convert and make money off of the efforts that we do. And if their site sucks because you can't read any content and people are just going to leave, it doesn't matter how much work we do on the, on the back end in search. If someone gets to the page and can't read a thing, they're just going to leave. And then all the work we did is not going to drive any benefit because there's going to be no value 
um, being driven because there's going to be no conversions because no one's going to stay. So it, it, to me, that's one of the things that we as SEOs need to think about and evolve is like, what's the real goal of the site? And if we drive traffic to it, um, is it going to convert? Is it going to actually, is the traffic we drive, the time we take, the effort we make, is it actually going to produce any results? And part of that is, you know, how does the website work and how does it look, how usable is it? Yeah, agreed. All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we've got a few other notes. No more Mac cuts. Yay! So <laughs> he's been well talked about. <laughs> we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Webmasterradio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the search engine optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So as of August 1st, Twitter is now using universal search. So it's kind of ironic how everything just blends <laughs> so, 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 so divine universal define universal search in terms of twitter we all we all should know what universal search is from search results from google it's the different types of search 
like blog search and image search and video search and news search all being inserted into the standard organic search results. How is universal search defined in Twitter? Well, it's very similar, really. What you're seeing in, in terms of your feed on a regular basis will be integration of uh, – actually, sorry, is it your feed? No. I'm not even concerned about that. I, I want to make sure I don't speak out of line. I know when you're doing searches, it's the case. You may see people's identities show up, so an actual example of a, a, a profile that you may want to follow. Say you're doing a search for NFL or something. Maybe profiles of particular players could show up. In addition, they're adding an a image a layer at the very bottom or bottom of your screen, which will show the latest images posted to Twitter in relation to that particular search. Uh, any news-based items, I believe, are also showing up in there. Uh, it, and I'm sure sponsored and promoted tweets will be mentioned no! there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta got to help uh, Twitter actually make a, a dollar or two. God, that, have, are, are they profitable yet? Seriously, have they made money? I don't, I'm not sure. Is Twitter... <laughs> Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. We have to look it up. Are you using a search engine live on the air? (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Well, I don't know. It really just blows my mind that these companies can keep going without truly generating a profit. It's all about that, that... I know they are. From what I can see now, based on all the subject lines, they are making money now. But I can't get into the details, obviously, without doing research. Um, But how long did they run without making a profit? It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And and how many, like, other companies did they buy without making money? So that's – it's really interesting how the model works. That's for sure. Uh, It it is interesting, though, though, that that finally – and it's probably been that way for a month or so, but Facebook – is now finally back up over their IPO price. So when they launched IPO, it dropped dramatically. I was personally waiting to get down below. I think it was $15, and I was going to buy some shares. It didn't quite get there. I should have bought it when it was like 18 or 19 but I, well, I didn't. But now it's back up over the initial IPO price and, and, and still rising slowly but steadily. Yeah, I guess it had to do that at some point. Uh, man, ouch. <laughs> Social markets are just so, well, people still don't really understand them. And, and, and I, I get that all the time. Like every day I talk to someone who doesn't quite understand and wants me to explain it. And that's fine. I, but the, the key issue here is if, if someone actually had invented social media for marketing, like invented it spe- specifically for that, then they would have had, well, they really didn't put together, do a good job of planning what it should be because it still is not something people get. <laughs> right. And as long as we're on the topic, just in case anybody's interested, I'm hiring a new social media strategist. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> send, send me your resumes. And actually, I saw a resume today. Somebody put his portfolio of social media wins and things that he did in social media as a board in Pinterest, which was kind of interesting. Hmm. Cool. The, yeah. I was always good at that kind of stuff, but I'm, I, don't, I think I'm, I'm unemployable now. I've worked myself too long. Send me your resume, <laughs> Ross. I'll take a look. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I want to also share, finally, 
I say finally because it took me so darn long to finalize it. I'm too picky about this stuff. Is uh, my how to set up Google authorship? The unofficial manual has been released. Um, it's free. You can get it on stepforth.com. But uh, I'll give you a direct bit.ly link bit.ly slash sf author. All one word sf author will get you direct access to the online version, which also has links to a PDF you can download. I made it pretty exhaustive. I think I've covered every general and somewhat detailed way of of applying authorship to your site um and i i hope you find it useful and totally open to any kind of feedback uh, all, by all means and if you need any help with it too there are links to some support uh services but i expect it's going to be clear enough you won't need any help probably so where do i download it where do you download it yeah oh, you on your page i click on the picture nothing happens oh there it is there's a link. Download. Okay. You need a better call to action than how to download it, buddy. But well, no, that's actually a, it's actually the page. You can actually just look at it, web, the web version right there. You don't have to download oh, it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay, <laughs> I was going to download it. That was why I put in red. There are two ways to read this unofficial manual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never actually read content on pages. I'm optimizing it. <laughs> But you're right. The, the the actual picture should be, I guess, a link to page one. Why not? I'll figure that out. In any case, it's uh, it's. I'm proud of it. I think it's got some good info, and I hope people get some use out of it. So there you go. I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to checking it out. Yeah, I'm a little afraid of you checking it out, but hey, poke some holes in it. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> now you've challenged me. It's on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. What's next here? Uh, what's next Uh, we already talked about the wonderful world of fonts Um, and I didn't read this one either you you put some good stuff in here this week um, about uh, how Google enlisted bloggers to spread the word about Moto X and I will tell you that I'm very seriously thinking about looking into Moto X I've been an Apple fanboy forever but the Moto X thing there's a couple things about it that really intrigue me Um, and it's really um, the, the the whole Google Now, built-in Google Now aspect of it, that's really got me intrigued. Um, the, so for anybody who doesn't know, Google Now is a, I don't know which is an app, or what would you call it now that it's like built into the phone? It, it's not an app anymore, I don't think, is it? Well, it wasn't really an app, even in the one I have. Um, I've no? got the Nexus well, 4. You, you, well, what, why don't you explain it? Because you have it. I haven't, I, I don't, I've got it on my iPhone, but it doesn't really work there very well. Um, so essentially uh, Google Now is well at least on my phone you can drag up from the bottom of the screen and it brings up and it'll show you cards of what's happening in your local area what's happening in your life based on what it's learned about what you do on a regular basis Um, if it knows you have to travel somewhere based on the uh, calendar um, your calendar that you've got to go to this particular place is saying okay you've got to get going you've got it's approximately going to take you 20 minutes to drive to this location Um, it'll tell you about the weather uh, any uh, one thing I really like is it actually shows me what local events are happening that evening. Uh, maybe a band is playing at my local at the local bar. Kind of cool. Uh, and and, it, and, it, and it's all activated. And with the new phone, which makes it so intriguing to me, it's all activated. So the new phone has eight separate processors, and one of those processors, its entire job is solely dedicated to listening for the words "OK Google Now." And you, it's, it's basically the world's first touchless smartphone. You don't have to touch it to dial somebody. You don't have to take it out of your pocket to dial someone if you're wearing an ear 
piece. You just say, okay, Google Nile, call Ross, and it'll do it. So that to me is really intriguing, and it, because this to me is the very first step in Sergey Brin's vision of creating the Star Trek computer. He said over and over again, "I'm going to create the Star Trek computer," um, and this is the first version of it because you talk to it and it gives you information just like the Star Trek computer does. So to me, that's pretty intriguing, making me think, okay, maybe I'll try this for a while instead of my iPhone. Yeah, I've got the uh, a Nexus and the recent, the one that was just released a couple of weeks ago. It came, um, and it's it's very slick as well. Oh my god, it's a beautiful tablet. It's it's, it's I couldn't believe it did so much better than the last one. It's really really nice. But yeah, Google now built in beautifully, and they also have um, uh, Majel Roddenberry's voice on it. Um, I don't hear it very often, but occasionally if I do a search, she'll come up. It's not a perfect match, but it's close. Um, Who, whose uh, voice is it? Major Roddenberry, you know the voice of Star Trek. Nice, nice, and that's funny too because I'm trying to I'm trying to work with Brasco, our producer. I'm going to harass him about it after the show to get a press pass to something called Content Marketing World in Cleveland in a few weeks, and I'll probably go even if he doesn't give me one. But the the, the keynote speaker is William Shatner, and if I get the press pass, I want to get up there and just ask him one question. And basically, is if you get if Sergey Brin's Star Trek computer ever comes to be. A, what would you use it for? And B, would you, would you require uh, Mrs. Roddenberry's voice to be on it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't think you'd have to require it. I think Sergey Brin and them uh, probably have a fascination with her. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so well, let's finish up this. I know we're getting tight on time here. Uh, we both have a hard stop today. So uh, you mentioned the Google listing bloggers to spread the word about Moto X. The reason I put that, I thought it was really cool. It's a very good article. Uh, I'll put it on the, our uh, Google Plus page. Uh, it's it's from the perspective of one of the people who was invited personally by Guy Kawasaki, who's one of the uh, well, pretty much the most open uh, advocate of Google Plus. Uh, he's obviously on payroll. Uh, he loves it. And he actually brought together some people, and they came to the Google Plus campus. They didn't have to sign any NDAs. They didn't have to do anything that was really typical of going to Google. And they went to a room where it was just kind of a powwow. It was a bunch of people talking, only about uh, several dozen people, um, all that who could be described as, like she said here, friends of Guy. They started talking. No one really knew what was going on. But then all of a sudden, they were ushered into a, a presentation room. Guy made a couple of jokes talked about a few things, and then he introduced, out of the blue, uh, the, S, the senior vice president of products at Motor, Motorola, who then talked about Moto X and walked them through it, and they got to uh, cr- create their, uh, their the color of their phone and customize the design, which is the first time I think that's being able to be done. And it, it was a very cozy way of doing it, but the beauty of it is you're taking all these people who are decision makers and and, and really movers and shakers in the industry and you're just getting them excited about a new product and really looking after them they had a nice big pot like type or a dinner that she thought was kind of like a potluck after and um it was cash it was good and why i brought this up is i think it's a brilliant idea that a lot of people forget about is that there are movers and shakers in your industry and they deserve a little attention and they will give it back if they like what you do um so you know Talk to them, smooth a bit, um, perhaps put together something that's private, uh, maybe a private hangout, bring them in, talk about what you're doing and uh, give them a free a sample. Do something that gets them intrigued and makes them want to talk about it. 
And, and you know what that was, don't you? That was paid link building. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Give you a phone, not not telling you to put a link on there, but you know that by the profile of the people that are being invited to this event, every one of them has a blog. Everyone's going to write about it, talk about it, and you'll you'll get that link juice. And, and it's it, I tease about it being paid, but it's actually one of the few really good viable methods of link building left. You know, is to to, to engage with influencers and get them to talk and write about your products. Not necessarily pay them to, not necessarily, you know, guest blogging or any of that stuff, but get them interested in what you're doing, and they will write about it and most likely link to it. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll tie it up and uh, answer. A, 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 let's, I think we got one more piece of news here. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, we did pretty good today, I think. Um, I one one thing I wanted to note before we cut off here is that Google has updated their PageSpeed tool. Very cool. And one of the things that you can do now is when you, they run a PageSpeed tool test on your site, they'll show you how it works both in mobile and in desktop. It's now uh, uh, two different tabs. And it'll even show a visual represent, representation of how it looks. I think that's brilliant. Um, they really are pushing it. 
and it's it's critical now too. SMX Advance uh, earlier this year, they came out and said specifically, if your site does not perform well in mobile, you will not perform well in mobile search. You it will it will impact your rankings in mobile search, and that is really critical because I know at least with our sites, we have some markets that half or more of our traffic is coming from mobile sites now, and we're talking we have millions of unique visitors a month, and more than half of them coming from mobile devices. Um, we're news sites, so it might be skewed a little bit higher for us, but Google itself, 25% of its traffic to Google.com comes from mobile devices. So if you're ignoring mobile traffic and mobile optimization, you're missing a huge opportunity for, for your search. Absolutely. And this is a great tool to see how you're doing. Awesome. Well, with that, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Um, sorry, again, we, did, we didn't have a live show, but I hope you got some value out of this one. Uh, Remember that our show is on every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And we would love for you to send us some questions. Just go to our Google Plus community page. That's on Google Plus. Do a search for SEO 101 in the standard search bar, and you'll find us in the community section. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.